give life. You are love. You bring light to the darkness. You hey guys, welcome back to Warriors for Christ, where we hope to encourage, inspire, and bring people closer to Jesus Christ. Today we're going to talk about worship and what it means to us. But before we begin, I want to just share, I saw a great act of kindness today. I was walking in for work, and this young man, he was, because we have campers at the Y, he just held the door open for me. I thought that was really nice of him. I appreciated him for doing that. I said, thank you. I just think he's been going to become a great, good young man, good gentleman, and I think that's really important. And it was just like the right thing to do. Going back to the story last week when we talked about kindness, I kind of mixed up my story a little bit about Joseph. I thought it was with the Pharaoh's wife for some reason, but it was actually with the Photophar's wife, which the Photophar, he was like the military like officer of the Pharaoh, just for some clarification. Now we're going to dig in and talk about worship. Woohoo! I want to start by introducing one of my good friends, Kevin. How's it going? <laughs> Kevin and I, uh, we pretty much met at church. We served together. He's like the worship leader on stage, singing his heart out. And I'm in the back, just like running all the lights and sounds. Don't say just like, because that's just as important of a job as what I do. We're all on the same team. I think it's an important conversation to have that, you know, just because I happen to be on the stage and the lights are facing me, like that doesn't, doesn't change my importance level or make me any more important or less important than... You know, anybody who's back doing lyrics or doing lights or doing, uh, you know, the sound. I mean, it's we're all part of the whole worship experience, you know, and I, I don't think there's anything more important or not than the other. So I think that's an important distinction to be made. That's really, that's true, though. Yeah. So all give right. yourself some credit, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to uh, share something with you. I think okay. you're just a w- wonderful dude. And I, I tell you, I really look up to you. You're a, you're really a nice person and a good friend to have, and you've you, believed Austin. in me. You believed in me when I haven't believed in myself. Like I remember well, that uh, that one time, like when when I first started producing, you'd I would be like in the front of the stage, like when we have those meetings on Sundays, mm-hmm. and you'd be like, "Let's go, Austin." Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yep. I'd be hollering at you to speak up and take charge, and you know, um, that's like that's part of being just a good human being i think you know i mean Mm -hmm. i think you're a great guy too there's no question about it but like thank you you know that's just that's what people should do is they should support each other and help each other out and you know when you see somebody my whole thing at church is i just want to help out in any way possible and that's what i've always said and you know that doesn't just mean choosing songs or singing this or playing that I mean, like, help out in any way possible. And yeah. so when you see somebody like yourself who comes up and they have, you know, the same desire to help out, then, yeah, of course, I want to encourage that and support that, you know? Well, thank you for that. Yeah, man. But even when we played on stage, like, a couple of times for those duets, like, you've taught me a lot, even just, like, with the fingerings and the keys and pitches. Mm-hmm. And even how well, it's, like kind of like how you play for a church band like how i had to match different instruments mm-hmm. yeah i mean like so you know something to not forget here is i'm way older than you you know like yep. i mean i i'm i know like we get along well and like we hang out and stuff but like in real life like i'm way older than you like that's mm-hmm. just a fact and so i've been through 
a lot more musical experiences and kind of like had to sort of figure these things out, you know, whether on my own or whether with the help of somebody else guiding me. So, I mean, of course, I'm going to do everything I can to help guide you towards things that I've already learned and save you the trouble of having to figure them out on your own. You know, again, that's just part of helping people out. Yeah, that's true. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. For those who are tuning in, if you'd like to check out our performances, like we did a guitar and sax duet, I'll put my link to my YouTube in the description of this episode. Awesome. So uh, what have you been up to like during quarantine? I know it's been tough for me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's been it's been kind of difficult. Um, I've been trying to stay busy. I'm an elementary school teacher, you know, through the week. Mm-hmm. And um, so when it all hit, that presented some challenges and had to figure out how to teach from home. And, you know, I figured that out pretty quickly. And um, then, you know, over the summer, I've my band released an album. We finally finished it and got it done. And um, unfortunately, we couldn't have a big CD release party or anything to celebrate. But, um, you know, we got the album out there and it's available on iTunes and Spotify and all that stuff. And so that was good. Um, You know, just been kind of like digging into the Bible. I, I started at page one of the old Testament and it's been just kind of reading it like a book because I've never done that before. Just mm-hmm. kind of like haven't covered. Yeah. You know, like cover to cover reading the Bible as if it were just any other book that you'd pull off the shelf. Um, I've never kind of consumed it that way before. So I thought that was kind of an, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people do read it that way and it's probably crazy that I haven't up to this point, but um, yeah, I'm just trying to do it that way and, you know, see what, see what it speaks to me through that way. Yeah, that's kind of why I was like, this podcast is a great idea because it also gives me a chance to look into the Bible, too. Yep, yep. Any excuse to dig into that is a good excuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, what's your album called? Well, so my band is called Water From Fire, and the album is self-titled, so the album is also called Water From Fire. Okay. Um, it, it's a uh, six-song EP, and it's kind of, um, it's not, like everyone in the band is christian and we're either worship leaders or you know worship musicians and and we work at all various different churches around you know charlotte um the songs themselves are not overtly christian like there's it's not worship music you know per se Mm -hmm. but the songs kind of look at real life and sort of like real pain and struggle through the lens of christians and so we're singing about things that we've experienced through the lens of Christian people and having, you know, God behind us and and something to look forward to. So it's songs about hope, even though it's not overtly worship music. You know, Mm -hmm. some of our some of our newer songs that we're writing now are a lot more like blatantly worshipy, I guess you could say. Um, And so that's going to be kind of a neat transition. I'm sort of excited to, you know, add those into the mix and, um, you know, it's not like I don't want you to get the idea that these songs are explicit or anything because they're absolutely mm-hmm. not like they just they aren't, you know, slapping you in the face with with worship. And um, you got to kind of dig a little deeper to get to some of the themes. So that's music like that really sort of excites me. And I, I like digging into music that I know is Christian. But at the same time, mm-hmm. it's it, it's not like they're singing about church or the Bible. They're singing about real life through that lens that's that's music that i really dig well that's still so, really cool how you guys are like get together and practice and perform and stuff yeah it's been tricky um you know we have a rehearsal space out in matthews 
um, that has a huge stage. And so we can kind of, we can do it and get together and not be too close to each other. Um, and we had a show, actually, if you go to our website, uh, waterfromfire.com, uh, mm-hmm. we played a show down in Greenwood, South Carolina, uh, at this community theater down there. And, uh, you know, we posted that online and so you can go back and watch that and listen to it. And we do a few worship tunes and then we do just a bunch of original music. That's cool. I'll definitely check that out. Cool, man. And make sure you give us a little bit of grace too, because that was our first gig and there was nobody in the room. So, you know, the people who were mixing us had never heard us before. So there were all kinds of things working against us, but you know, there's still some good moments, some moments I'm proud of and. There's some moments that, you know, kind of make me shake my head and say, whoa, that needs to get better. But, you know, we'll yeah. get there. <laughs> yeah, I just found out the other day uh, I was supposed to be marching with the LR marching band. And oh, yeah. We just found out, yeah, we just found out that there's no football. So they're talking yeah. about kind of doing what you guys are doing, just like record and do yep. like streaming and stuff. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you just kind of got to be creative with it these days. You know, I mean, as long as obviously like this isn't going to last forever. And so. You know, you'll get to march at games, but mm-hmm. if it doesn't happen this year, you know what I mean? Then you can at least keep your chops sharp and, you know, just keep your head in the game and be ready for next year, you know? That's true, or the though. spring, like whatever happens in the spring. I don't know if you guys do stuff in the spring, but... They said they might, like, reschedule football for the spring. Mm-hmm. They, he, do- he doesn't know yet. They're just talking. Right on. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as you stay sharp, you'll be ready either way, you know? Yeah, and it's something to do, like, band-wise, so I still want to play. Yep, absolutely. I hear you there. All right, so I want to ask you another question. Yeah, what man. Made, like, what made you want to be the worship leader of our, like, church campus? Um, well, <laughs> that's kind of a, that's a, this might be a long answer to what your question is, uh-huh. and I may not even answer it by the end, so I apologize in advance. But, okay. um, so my wife... She has some family connections with the Coke. So her brother is actually married to Mike Madding's daughter. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so her sister is married to one of the executive pastors. So it's like this whole family thing that I sort of married into. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sitting on the couch a couple years ago or whenever it was and just watching the Panthers. And I got a call from her brother who used to be the, the campus pastor out at West Rowan. And um, he called me up and was like, hey, you know, we've got this bonfire event going out tonight for the youth, um, but our worship leader canceled on us. Is there any way you can come out and sing some songs? And like, honestly, I was like, eh, you know, I don't know. And Joe, my wife, was like, you know, I think you should Mm -hmm. do it. And I was like, "Okay, cool. So he sent me some songs and um, I just kind of learned them on the way up there and then got there and sang them for the kids, you know, and it was awesome. Like I had so much fun and it felt so good to do it. Um, Cause I was playing, you know, I was playing gigs, I don't yeah. know, a few nights a week. And like, so I was staying really busy with that, but there was something different about like, you know, singing the worship songs for people that really wanted to hear it. So um, he reached out to me later and was like, Hey man, like, you know, can I, can I send you some money for that? Like, I'd like to pay you for your time. And I said, absolutely not, you know, keep the money, but, you know, why don't you send me like an application, you know, for the worship team or whatever. Yeah. So he ended up putting me in touch with the guy who was running the whole worship team uh, at the time. His name is Tito still is Tito, but he's not (laughs) running it anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I went and met him and he was like, yeah, man, like, you know, we need somebody out of Denver. So why don't you kind of go out there and 
um, just kind of, you know, get in. And my whole thing was I was just going to play acoustic guitar. And so I showed up in the first few times. That's all I did. I just played acoustic guitar in the background. Didn't really say anything to anybody, like didn't offer any suggestions, you know, just kind of like was a fly on the wall and played acoustic and felt great doing it. Um, And then one morning, it was sometime after Thanksgiving, they had uh, one of my favorite songs was in the set list. And so I reached out to Tito and I was like, yo, I was like, you know, I don't know if you know this or not, but like I sing too. And so is there Uh any chance I can, I can sing on that one? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. So he set me up to sing on it. And so, you know, I did it. And, um, you know, very shortly after that, they started asking me to sing more songs. And, um, then I don't know, maybe a month after that, I had a sit down meeting with, you know, some of the people who were leading the church and they basically kind of put me on as like the sort of like the interim worship leader at Denver because they were just happy with what I was doing. And um, so I kind of served in that role for, you know, a while. And then I actually applied um, like officially, I guess you could say, to be the worship leader at the Denver campus. And um, even though like that didn't happen for various reasons and um mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm totally fine with that. And it's a, it's a good thing that didn't happen, but I'm still sort of like the interim guy who's, you know, filling the gap until we figure out exactly what's going to be going on. And, you know, with COVID and everything that kind of bought them a little more time to sort of figure it out. But, you know, I'm still there. And I I mean, I was there Sunday at the prayer service. And Mm -hmm. um, like I said, I'm just, I'm just there to help out in any way I can. And so that's what um, I try to do too. Yeah, man. Like, so even though, it's not in the cards for me to be like the full-time like staff worship leader at Denver for the Cove. I'm just so grateful that I've had the opportunity. I've met amazing people like yourself and I've had a chance to really, yeah, dude, it's true. Um, and I've just gotten to know, you know, the Lord a lot better and I've gotten to kind of just dig into the word a lot more. And, um, it's been great, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Like even Mm -hmm. when I joined production team, like I've, have the same situation kind of i've fallen deeper into the lord and learning about him more and even meeting mm-hmm. a lot of new incredible people like you yeah man well that i mean thank you you know i'm flattered but like that's mm-hmm. really what it's all about and it's like you know getting closer to the lord and finding a community of people who are interested in the same thing you know like yeah. i mean it's just it's been great some of the friendships that i've made you know through this church and um mm-hmm. whether whether i'm there singing or not on sundays you know for however long those friendships are going to stay and that's that's true that's what that's what matters so we're all there to support each other yeah man absolutely hey austin thank you for allowing me to speak on your podcast my name is ella and i'm one of the hosts of groovy girls podcast we talk about things happening in everyday life and i think you guys should go check it out so the question is what does worship mean to me and why do i like it Worship is a way that I can speak to God and He can speak to me. He speaks to me and many people through the Bible, people, and music, or worship. Through worship, I can proclaim my love for Him and thank Him for everything He has done in my life. I think worship is amazing and I really love it. And I continue to worship on a day-to-day basis. But I think it's important to be careful what songs you listen to because some very good and catchy worship songs don't portray God's words very well. One in particular that I'm thinking of promises things that is not promised in the Bible and 
whenever hearing about promises, I think it's important to look in the Bible and see if it is in the text. When you find songs that do have the correct right messages, um, I think worship is very special. At the church I am at now, I wasn't sure if I belonged there at first, but in worship I was on a camp trip with them. I knew this was the church I needed to be in at this time in my life, and that's just one example of how worship impacted my life, and worship has impacted so many others, and whether it's at a concert, at a Sunday service at your church, or around a campfire, God can speak to you through it, and you can speak to Him, and it's just amazing. Hi, my name is Matt, and I have been asked the awesome question about what does worship music mean to me? Um, I feel like that's a pretty easy one for me to answer as it shaped my entire life, uh, honestly. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to grow up in a Christian household, and from the very beginning of being able to be hands-on with music, I was involved with music in the church, be it choir or production or or any way I can get my hands on it, playing instruments, you know, um, it shaped what I went to college. It shaped what I, what I got my degrees in. Um, I went for audio engineering because I was infatuated with just music as a whole. Uh, I love the band DC talk and they really drove me to, to exploring that avenue of what does it look like to create worship music. And so I wound up getting a degree in that from Belmont and Nashville. And I got to work in the Christian music industry for a while with incredible artists. And um, I just loved seeing how it works from beginning to end, sitting down, uh, writing a worship song, putting music to it with some incredible people. Um, the, the praise that's involved in that is I feel like what it's at the root of it for me. Um, praising our creator, um, you know, listening to those lyrics and just praising with others. If we're doing it at church and, you know, at church, I get to create a, an atmosphere of praise for people with worship. And, uh, so it, to me, it is, it's an experience. Um, it's, it's, I don't even know how to describe good worship music to me, what it means. Putting that to words is, is I guess tougher than I thought, but it's just, it's awe inspiring. It, it connects me to, I feel like it connects me to, to the Lord on a different level than a lot of you know other things. Um, it's a prayer, um, from me to God in a lot of ways. Um, so it's, it's very important to me. Um, I listen to it a lot when I drive, when it's just just me and I just have time to focus on that. Of course, you know, at church, it takes on a different, whole other di different atmosphere. So um, to me, it's just really about praising our creator and everything that he has done for us and being reminded of what that looks like. Hi, so my name is Savannah. The first question that I'm supposed to answer is, what does worship mean to me? I should start off by saying that ever since I was little, music has always been a part of my life. Whether it's um, the dance classes that I've taken since I was two and a half or three years old, or if it's the fact that I sing to everything that comes on the radio, regardless of the genre of music it is, or 
um, if I really know what they're saying, I'll hum along to the melody. And I think that um, that plays a big part in my life and who I define myself as. So worship to me already means a lot because it involves music and something that I love. But it's also a way for me to be able to connect with God through something that I love. So I love worship so much because when I'm at worship service or if I'm listening to worship music, um, I really take the time to just close my eyes and sing the words from my heart and from me in that moment, whether I'm struggling with something or whether I'm happy about something, I really tend to focus on what I'm singing and put in those emotions towards what I'm singing and really lift it up to God. Um, it's my it's my way of having a personal connection with Him through something that I truly love. I just close my eyes and I imagine like it's just Him and me having a conversation through music. Um, so if I'm in a worship service, I don't necessarily worry about those around me. I'm more concerned about who I'm talking to, which is God. And so I think that's why worship has so much meaning to me and holds a special place in my heart is just because it's really the way that I feel I have the most connection with God and the, the one who created me and made me who I am. Hey, everyone. My name is Kevin Still, and I'm so grateful to have been asked to give a couple of words on worship and what that means uh, to me and my walk with Christ. And when I think of the word worship, um, obviously music and singing, congregational singing pop in my head. That's how I was uh, raised and brought up in the church. Um, I'm also a musician, so uh, that's a very easy place for me to go. And I think also that worship sometimes brings to mind Dia of serving others or expressing a desire to serve others. From a scripture standpoint, though, I always go to Romans 12, uh, verse 1 through 2. It was um, one of the first uh, verses that I actually memorized uh, when I was in middle school, and it's kind of just stuck with me ever since. And so uh, Romans 12, 1 through 2 from the uh, NLT version says... And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind that he will find acceptable. Here it is. This is truly the way to worship him. Verse 2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. And, and so right there at the end of verse 1, it says uh, that this is truly the way to worship him. And what it's referring to is the idea that our bodies are given by God to us um, as an instrument, as a tool, as a conduit of change in this world. Um, and that the way to truly worship him is to take our bodies, which are living, and to be holy, to be transformed by God, and to uh, allow God's will to work within us, and that through God's will and through studying His His Word, through um, walking with Him daily in prayer, uh, that will transform the way that we think, and we won't copy the behavior and the customs, as it says in verse two of this world. Um, and so I think 
when I think of worship, I think ultimately worship is allowing God to transform our thinking and transform our hearts to align them with what he desires for us, not what the world desires for us. Okay, it is time for verse of the day. Today's verse comes from Colossians 3.15, and today's date is August 11th, 2020. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Alright, so this verse is connected to worship due to the fact that it discusses the members of one body. This basically illustrates what a church is, members of one body in Christ. Because remember, how they used to do church when Paul and Silas and Timothy were all doing, uh, going around doing their missionary journeys. The way they did church was they would just go to people's house or in like a public gathering area and they would just explain the gospel to them and people could communicate with them as well. So it was like a back and forth conversation. Really interesting. But that's basically how that ties into worship. It discusses the members of one body being called to peace and being thankful. The peace of Christ will rule in their hearts of the church and that is the verse of the day thank you alan for the verse of the day i think it really went along with what we have been talking about so far in this episode about worship and i know we're a couple of days off to today's the 11th whenever i started editing this video or podcast episode and i know it'll be a little bit like maybe another week or so before i post this episode but i just think it was very important and I wanted to choose this verse because I think it went along with everything that we have been talking about. And uh, I just want to say thank you guys for the, all the special guests that we've had. And I think your like opinions and your stories are really important. And like they even encouraged me, and I think they're going to encourage others. And you guys did such a good job that I would I would enjoy having you guys back on here again. And thank you, Kevin, too. You did an amazing job. It's been fun doing this conversation with you in podcast. All right, well, now we're going to get back into what you've been talking about worship. It's my turn and Kevin's turn to share what we think worship is and what it means to us. What do you really enjoy about worship? Gosh, um, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a music fanatic, and so I just love... I love playing music in any sort of situation, and I love... Mm -hmm figuring out the challenges that are involved with each of those musical situations. So whether it's, you know, jazz band or whether it's playing with a, a full rock band or whether it's doing a solo acoustic show or this or that, I just love the challenge of kind of figuring out how to maximize what I've got to do those jobs. And I really thought that that's what leading worship was going to be. But it turns out that the job is so much more about the spirituality and the leading 
people towards a moment in the presence of God than it is about anything musical at all. I mean, like, I could be, you know, I think I'm a pretty good musician and I'm an okay singer, but like, oh, you're you're a good singer. Well, thank you. I mean, but you know, I'm you know what I'm saying. Like, I yeah, I think I'm pretty good at some things, and I think there's a lot of things I need to get better at. But I'm a, I mean, I've been making music for a long time in my life. Like most of my life has been dedicated to being a better musician, and none of that matters if I'm not connected to the Holy Spirit and focused on leading people to that place. Like it literally doesn't matter. I could be Freddie Mercury or, you know, the best guitar player in the world. Mm -hmm. And no one's going to have an experience that they want coming to church. If I'm not connected to that river of the Holy spirit that's flowing through. And so that's what it's all about. And that's been the biggest challenge for me is getting to a place where I'm comfortable enough and like, selfless enough to get myself out of the way and whatever my own personal ambitions are to make that happen for the people in the room because it's yes. not about me it's about the people in the room i agree with that we're all doing it for the others yeah and so that's that's my favorite thing about worship is that feeling of like okay getting myself out of the way so that the holy spirit can just work through me to help the, these other people or to you know, lead them wherever they need to be led in their own mm -hmm. personal life. I just think it's awesome. It's amazing. It's a, it's like a magical thing when it, when it's done right. And when I just get the heck out of the way, it's really incredible. Mm -hmm. Well, even, even yesterday when we were at the prayer thing, it's like, I've been missing the worship because watching on TV is not the same as being actually there. No, uh, unfortunately it's not. I mean, like you can, you can try and you can give it all you've got. And it's the same thing when you go you know, if you go watch uh, this concert, you know, that we have on our website, like you listen to it and yeah, it's cool. And like, oh, great. They sound good. But there's a certain feeling when that kick drum rumbles through your chest. Yeah, that's and true. when when the guitars are surrounding you on all sides and there's people in front of you, behind you, next to you that are all singing like there's something that you just mm -hmm. can't replace, you know, that's from that true. feeling. It's like. Like you get like a tingly feeling kind of like it feels yeah. nice. Yes, it does. That's the <laughs> Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Even just like raising my hands and jumping around. That's what I enjoy about it because everyone uh -huh. else is like doing it too. Yeah, man. It's, it feels great to let go. And, you know, that's a difficult mm -hmm. thing for a lot of people to do. But like if you can just get yourself out of the way and yes. just let something happen to you, then that's when good stuff happens. It's, it's really incredible. Mm -hmm. if you if you like know the song better it kind of feels like god and his presence are like kind of like there mm -hmm. oh yeah like i mean so you know from my side musically like i've got to be the most prepared person in the room like i've mm -hmm. got to know absolutely everything that's happening on every instrument with every word where everything's at like i mean i just have to be so overly prepared so that I can not worry about that stuff once the service starts and I can just let it flow mm -hmm. on your side uh, or not necessarily your side. But if you are in the congregation, not maybe working like you would be, but like if you are a congregation member, it really helps if you do know the songs, because then you sort of you can like sing and kind of get into it as well. And you're ready for those moments that are going to happen. You know, I just think there's, there's a lot to be said when you when you hear like 
you know, I hate to use the word like a hit, but I mean, it really, they really are hits, you know, like mm-hmm. when like a, just a good old classic worship song comes out of the set that you weren't expecting, you're like, oh, dude, this is about to be incredible. And I then know, it's right? incredible. And you're like, gosh, that was such a great feeling. I, I get that all the time, even even back there in the production. Group. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I think you already answered this kind of in a way, but how do you think worship like brings people closer to Jesus? Yeah, I mean, like, I I can only really speak for myself, you know, um, but well, that's not true because I've seen it happen. Um, I think there's just something magical about music in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just this universal thing that everyone can feel. And I don't care, like, who you are, you can, as they say, make a joyful noise. You know, whether you're clapping off beat or you're screaming, you know, if you are doing it with your heart in the right place, then you're going to get something out of it. And, you know, for me, when I, I guess you could say, like, this is a, uh, this is a long story. Do you have time for a long story? Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. So, um, like when I was a child, I was raised up like really high in the church and like had a good relationship with Jesus, you know, when I was like your age, you know, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, I went off to college and just kind of became an adult and, and things changed and I kind of got away from that and, you know, just went and did my own thing for far too long. And, um, I had a friend of mine who was always inviting me to his church cause he was on the worship team. And so, you know, finally, like I was like, okay, dude, I'll come. And so, you know, I showed up to his church and church has changed a lot in the 20 years since I had been to church, you know. And so I go in and they're rocking and there's lights and it's loud. And I mean, again, the kick drum is just pulsating inside of my stomach and um, and they're singing. And like there was just I mean, it was undeniable. Like it was just this magical moment where Mm -hmm. I just felt this hug like God was literally hugging me and saying, welcome back, like. I've missed you. So great to have you here. And like, I was crying and it was just this thing that I will never forget. And, and it wouldn't have happened because I wouldn't have gone to church if my friend wasn't a musician. I wouldn't have gone to hear the message. That's not why I showed up. I showed up to hear the band. And if the band wouldn't have absolutely blown me away, I would not have been prepared for the message that came later that Mm -hmm. then blew me away. You know, like the, yeah. the like the worship set my mind and my heart in a place to where I could receive that message and actually really like listen to the gospel and like get it as an adult, as someone who'd been far away from it. Like I got it and I felt it and that wouldn't have happened without the setup of the music to take me there. So I think it's just it, it kind of just like primes the room, you know, like. I think what we do is it's not, you know, it's important, but obviously like the gospel is the main thing, you know, and I think just for a lot of people that they may be a little hesitant to kind of receive that, you know, it's a lot easier to to listen to a song like, you know, like Living Hope and have that explain the gospel to you as opposed to maybe someone like shoving it down your throat in this like super crazy way that you're not expecting, like. You know, I think it's an easier way to digest when you hear someone, you know, talk about like then came the morning, like in and like the death surrendered and, you know, he's risen again. And like it, it just tells that story in a in a more digestible way, I guess. And then you hear a gifted preacher talk about it and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's all coming together, you know. Yeah. So I'm sorry. That was like a rambling long story. But 
that's no, that's no, how I feel what music can do. Your opinions mm-hmm. and your side of things. I know even worship doesn't have to be like just listening to like the band or singing and stuff. It could also be like reading the Bible or mm-hmm. even singing, singing on your own or going to church and listening to the services. Yep, absolutely. Even, like, it's quiet time. Mm-hmm. It's a personal thing, and I think those are I think those are all super connected. You know, um, it's when you when you put all that stuff into a little bowl and mix it around, you're gonna end up with a pretty good cake. You know. Yeah. I mean, I know if I've struggled with, like, reading the Bible, too, but mm-hmm. just by using, like, the Bible app, I found, like, plans that, like, even what I'm going through, I could find, like, stress or something. I could yep. just look up anything, and it really helps. Yeah, it's it's crazy how many resources there are like that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a little, again, I'm way older than you, dude, but, like, I'm a little more old school, and I really like, I like the feeling of holding the Bible and, like, flipping the page and, like, seeing all those words in front of me some people find that overwhelming because there's so much but i just love that feeling of like having it in my hand and so yeah that that's the way like i've tried you know with the bible app and i'm you know i have it and i'll look at it and read it and stuff and do devotionals in the morning but like that's not the way that that it it comes across best for me like it comes across best when i just sit down in a quiet room and I open it up and just read and just dig in and read and read and read. So, you know, but again, to each their own. And, and if it's working, then it's working, you know? Yeah, but it could be different for everyone. Some people prefer the paperback and some people prefer the phone. Yeah, well, and that's why, I mean, again, like, I, well, I'm saying again, but like, it's kind of on the same same topic is I feel like, you know, all there's there's so many churches in this world. And I mean, there's just a million different kind of denominations and, and this and that. And, and I don't get all caught up in, you know, well, what what rituals do you guys have as far as your church goes and, and this and that. If your church believes that Jesus is the Son of God, he was born of the Virgin Mary, he died, rose again after three days, then your church is good with me. And I we're on the same team. That. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't care what you call it or what we call ourselves. Like, we're on the same team. Like, we're playing for the Jesus squad, and I'm good with that, you know? Mm -hmm. So whether you like your Bible paperback, whether you like it on your iPad or your iPhone, you know, I mean, whether you listen to it on audio in your car, I don't care. You're you're playing for the same team as I am in in my eyes, Mm -hmm. and it goes the same with churches. That's very true. Like, I feel like at my old church, I went to Denver Baptist. Mm-hmm. I, it was all right. I really didn't like it and dig into it like I do now at the Cove. And it could be um, older, too. Yep. Yep. I think it, it's it's funny because you might be surprised if you went back there today. You might be like, oh, like, first of all, I remember all that stuff. Wow. It's kind of like nostalgic and, and feels kind of comforting to come back here. And B, you might just have a different perspective because you're further along in your walk. And you be like, might be like, oh, I really like how they do this. Like. You know, that's that's kind of cool. I never really saw it that, that way before, you know, that's, that's but I mean, dude, if you're if you're happy at the Cove, then, you know, like <laughs> we'd love to keep having you. <laughs> oh, I am. And I, I know that people <laughs> uh-huh. want me there mm-hmm. or yep. they want me to help out, too, like which I love doing. Yeah, well, it's it's both, man. I mean, you have you have a, a willing servant's heart and. That's priceless, you know, mm-hmm. and any church would be lucky to have it. And we're blessed that we got you. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. I think we're blessed to have you, too. 
Thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right. Thank you guys for listening today on our episode of worship. I think it was, this has been a really awesome episode. I even enjoyed putting this episode together and thank you, Kevin, for doing this with me today. And he did an awesome job. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but he played our intro song today. It's called Great Are You, Lord. And thank you, for Kevin, for that. It was really awesome, and I I truly loved it. I loved it and hope everyone else will, too. But uh, if you guys want to listen to more of him singing and his band stuff, he said his band is called Water From Fire, and I could put his uh, link to his website in the description of this episode if you guys want to check it out. And... Next week, we will be talking about prayer, so please join us for that. Brandon couldn't make it with me today. Some technical difficulties, because Kevin and I, we've been on the Skype call doing this conversation, but I think it came out great. I'm really proud of this episode. All right, well, before I head out here, I'm going to play a a worship tune on the tenor sax. It's called Here I Am to Worship. Hope you guys enjoy, and have a blessed day.